Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barry Carlin, and with me today, I'm delighted to have the Cork Metal Band following the signs on the podcast. So uh, this is a band that uh, I was very fortunate enough to catch their show uh, with Metal to the Masses in the first heat, which they got through, and just thought it was absolutely phenomenal. A really, really, really incredible band, incredible performance as well. So I was like, I have to get these guys on the podcast, which obviously we did. Uh, so yeah, I'll be chatting to the band about uh, Metal to the Masses, obviously, um, Conflictions, their album that was released in 2023 and uh, the cork metal scene and a whole host of other topics on top of that as well but um yeah it's an absolute pleasure to have these guys on extremely talented lovely bunch of lads as well i think i'm laughing for pretty much the entire episode so um it's good stuff to get this podcast out i really really enjoyed it i hope you guys do too here's the theme music by zach stevenson Time. Okay, I'm here for a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm with all the lads and following the signs. Guys, thank you very much for coming on. It's great to have you. Thanks, Thanks for having us, buddy. But You're more than you're welcome. Back. First time I saw you was at Metal to the Masses, uh, which you got through. So congratulations. I was just wondering what that night was like for you. Well, it was kind of like insane because like when we first went up, you know, you're waiting around for a while and your nerves are kind of at you. And we didn't start until later, so we were kind of like, mm. oh, you know, do you get to like sit with your nerves for a bit longer? And then we were hoping to get one because, you know, we, we came from Cork City, so we kind of wanted to put our gear back into the hotel as soon as we could. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, we can't pick, so it's going to be hard. And then we picked and we were playing first, so we were like, oh, luck is with us tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight's <laughs> going to be a good night. Yeah, it was a very <laughs> surreal feeling, really, like because we've, we've been up a good few times for it. And we just, we were like, let's just get up, get this on. And then we got through. It was actually unreal. With the crowd vote that we didn't yeah. expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The crowd was a big shock for us. Yeah, especially from playing first, because the crowd just grew bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as the night went on. I've seen and playing first kind of fuck over some bands as well. Um, oh, just yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is quite we impressive. We were confident <laughs> in our set, like, so we were just... We knew what we were doing and like we, we worked really hard. So yeah. we kind of felt like no matter where we play, we're going to be tight. We had a good confidence. And I think that's what I think the crowd felt that. And that's what got us through in the end, you know, just that Ooh. confidence on stage and the whole aura. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I guess what, what normally with these interviews, I normally kind of just start from the very beginning. So ask you, like, how did the band get started and how you got to where you are now? Obviously, we'll break it up into other questions but yeah how did the band uh, get started in the first place well i used to play with noel and rory in other bands a good few years ago and i actually did some stuff with chris in the past and when one band i was in just kind of didn't want to do it anymore i got in touch with noel and rory and i was like look i just want to start a new project let's let's just do it see where we go and we ended up getting Vinny. now we have chris and Things have just been ex- excellent, like just everything, everyone does their part, everyone just contributes. And man, like I could genuinely couldn't ask for a better bunch, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> like we have the laugh, we we write music, we make great songs. And I think that's the main thing, like a band should really function on. Yeah, we're but, not just the band, like it's cliches, it sounds, 
we're not just a band, like we really are friends. Like we yeah, talk yeah. to each other like yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're always all together, yeah. literally. Like we're all yeah, we're having an argument, we're like, ah, he'll be all right next week, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like we're always nearly always <laughs> together. And like if we're not, we're always on the phone, as Noel said, or we're always yeah. talking every day. And it's a big driving factor for everyone, I think, because we all just love being around each other. We love hanging out, we love talking. Whether it's memes or band shit, it's always <laughs> it's always brilliant. Like, uh, where does the name come from, actually? Um, it was just a random thought. Me and Noel were together one night, and we were like, "Look, we we need to name the band." And <laughs> I was just like, "Oh man, following the signs." And the two of us were like, "Yeah." <laughs> and it's just kind of grown on us more ever since. Like, it was one of those moments where you're like, "Yeah." That could be cool, but as we've progressed, we're like it really kind of suits us and what we want to do and how we want to approach music. And I think with the names of bands as well, the name like it's what you make the name rather than it just sounding cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, the band like, makes them. a lot of band names you hear that are like iconic. I mean, they're not even words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so Foo I never had... comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, man. So I never had too much weight. In a band name, you know, mm. like if it sounds, but if it sounds good, that's a bonus to me. But like, you know, yeah, obviously nothing crazy, like something, just just a name that you can be yeah. like, okay, I can carry this and do something with this name, you know. We could go endlessly if we're talking about crazy band names at the moment. It's kind of hard recommending people bands these days if I'm with metal bands because like there's one that I love called Jarhead Fertilizer but every time I say the name my yeah. friends just laugh at me they're like that's not a band. I was like that's yeah. not even the worst one. There's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah like since, since the beginning of time with bands like like one that goes off the top of my mind like Bowling for Soup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just a randomer and you're in a band and you've made great songs it's like lads Let's call each other Bowling for Soup. You'd be like, what? What do you mean Bowling for Soup? Well, I remember watching, it was a band in Dublin. And I was watching a band. I was like, uh, I went to a guy. I was like, these guys are awesome. What's their name? And he goes, Pedophile Priest. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) 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 That's a bit too far. I should know if I want to brand myself as a that would be a hard sell because you, you could. I don't know any establishment maybe besides Fibbers that would let you put posters up for a gig like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, definitely it's a, a punk one. band. I'd say was it? Of I think it was like a grindy, deathy band. Yeah. It was not. Yeah. But your album Conflictions. Now, could you tell us a bit about that album and how it became made and the ideas that went into the lyrics and all that kind of carry on? Because uh, it's yeah. class from start to finish it's heavy yeah. as fuck as well because like, when I met you I hadn't actually heard your music yet and then went home and I put it on straight away and it was I was just like this is so heavy and so finely produced as well yeah, oh, yeah well, we, yeah. we, we have to give a, we have to give a big shout out, yeah. a shout out to Josh there you know uh, JSR in Belfast you know he he um he's a producer he does amazing work but not the only really band does. in Ireland you know he's worked with like like Neon he's worked Empire, with all over the all place mm. yeah it's Don't like, like he really is like I, to me, I think he's like a genius, to be honest. He is. But how the album came about is basically we were making moves before COVID and then COVID happened and everything got cancelled. Mm. So I think me and Dan just sat down and was like, instead of seeing the problem, we we just thought to ourselves, we are stuck in time for a yeah. couple of years where nothing is going to happen. So why don't we at least try and use that to our advantage and maybe like just reform ourselves. Yeah, big thing. Mm. It's like the first you know? track we actually wrote was actually alone. 
and me and Noel had spent weeks like just coming up here to the studio and just constantly adding new lyrics, new new guitar riffs, new everything. And I mean, we probably had about 20 sets of lyrics where we were like, oh, oh, <laughs> we were like, all these sound cool on it. And every time we wrote something, I was like, ah, oh, this could be way better. And <laughs> then we, we actually ended up nearly having to argue with each other, being like, no, stop changing this. Like, <laughs> changing that part. Like the amount of demos we do before we oh actually bet oh, on a structure. <laughs> yeah. Like like we, have, we have like 20 versions of every song where we're just constantly adding or changing something out and we're just like, look, this is it. And then we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is it. But no, for the album itself, though, for, con- for Conflictions, every idea we kind of had was just a constant solid idea and we just really wanted to make every song exceptional and unique to itself Mm. and i think we did that fairly well with that album because i would have to agree with you it's a very it's a very very good album we took Uh, a lot of we took a lot of influences as well like i'm uh i'm my biggest influences are lincoln park so Nice. <laughs> I tried to throw a lot of that in, and the lads all like. He's got the, the the metalcore boy vibe. Yeah, the, <laughs> the new metal metalcore boy. I'm I'm in my twenties, still stuck as a like a just ten year about. old. <laughs> just, about. just about in my twenties, still stuck <laughs> as a like fourteen years of age, and I think that works to all our advantage because we all like different styles of metal and music in general. Mm. Yeah, I just threw everything together and it became before we thing. knew it we had an album like I mean me and Vinny like w- were the two like um, guitarists and like we just send each other riffs all the time and before we knew it we had an album worth of stuff so we were like oh <laughs> I think we're ready <laughs> like yeah like, so, so. and like we've even had songs where we're like yeah these are great and then we'd come up with something else and be like this is this is the one for the album and yeah I don't think even looking at it now, like I don't think we would have made any better choices than the twelve that are there. It's so, uh, they're all just unique to themselves, and they're all brilliant. How long did it take to make the album from start to finish? Do you think? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, are we talking like writing and are we talking yeah. writing or actual release? I'd say we'll talk. Oh no, not release. No, we'll just talk about writing it and putting it together. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we, I'd say. I'd say a year and a half of solid writing and like demoing and working and changing bits. A year and a half. And uh, what was the uh, what was the most difficult song to write on it, actually? Oh, my Very me, I'd say. No, very me. For I'd me. Say, I'd say um, it'd be all different. Like, it depends on if we're talking like guitars, vocals. Yes. Well, we'll say for you, we could say for each member then you could pick what was the most difficult one for yourself. Um, for me, anyway, it was "Bury Me." It was one of the toughest songs for me to kind of get my head around. It's just hectic. It's chaotic. It, it's got everything you want in a metal song, mm. and I found that one to be the hardest. Especially when there was no kind of like elements where I was kind of going, "Oh, you know, this reminds me of something I could do here yeah, or yeah. whatever." But like the lads really kind of grouped around me, and they were like, "No, look." You just kind of got to go with it and take take it where you take it. And I think me and Noel kind of came together on that one and we were just like, this is just going to be an absolute belter where <laughs> it's fast, it's heavy. Let's, heavy just, fuck, let's, yeah. just make it, let's just make it chaotic. And we captured that element quite well for me in, in that regard. 
My one would definitely be, uh, there's a track on there and it's re- it's a really underrated track. It's uh, From the Brink because uh, uh, Vinny wrote them main riffs and them verse riffs. So I had to learn them and I was like, oh my God. It reminded <laughs> me like when I was, you know, when you're like 14 and you're learning like a Slipknot song for the first time and you're like, what? <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, yeah. like it took, it took a while for me to be able to actually like play that song. Like, you know, it really like, it actually made my playing better because... I don't like the way that if you know if you're a guitarist when you hear that song it's a certain kind of style of playing and I don't really do that style a lot mm. so when I heard that I was like okay I I have to practice for about four minutes of this song with like I'm only comfortable with like two of the riffs oh, you know fuck, what I mean okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you did so, remind me of that like when I was learning how to play bass um, I don't play, play it anymore but when I was learning about it my friend was teaching me and I was like so can I do like a Papa Roach songs or Linkin Park songs on this yet? He goes, no. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you can't just start with Papa Roach or Linkin Park. You have to go, you have to go with John Denver or something beforehand. <laughs> just wish yeah, I could so play that was, straight away. That was definitely, that was definitely like a, a, a metronome dropper and then work my way up to playing as well. <laughs> yeah. What about Anybody you? Anybody else? The turn to stone, I'd say, because well, I, I suppose it's kind of ironic in a way because I was able to, most of it was like obviously I knew what it was going up, so it was all I say it was what you went to the shop and it was you came back, was it something like that? Yeah, 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 the recording of it, yeah, but was it, it was see, the thing is, like, especially with Noel and Vinny, they're always just coming up with so many and they're just better sounding things, but it just comes to them whenever they need it. But it was just, do you remember the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brand, yeah. It slaps. Yeah, it's a brand new like uh, slapping section. I was like, okay, yeah, let me get it. I was like, oh. <laughs> well, he was done dirty there. Yeah. He was told in the studio when we were tracking like the proper version, be like, you should put slaps there, and that's like being like last second, like, oh yeah, you yeah. just like sweep for thirty seconds here. <laughs> uh, we were still able to get it in the end. I was happy out when it came out. So. Yeah, still, regardless, still happy. I would wear that's a better too. As well. <laughs> uh, for me, if we're talking like technically, uh, so I play the guitar. I I think it was um, um, exposed because, like, I remember like the first uh, so when I joined the band, Noel showed me um, alone. I was like, all right, grand. But when he showed me exposed, I was like, all right, this is this is the real thing, <laughs> you know? Like, I was like, all right, and I think like the 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 whole album so mm. like most of the riffs were written by Noel and, and myself and I think that like most of the song were written like around exposed like I think exposed like set set up a standard for us as guitarists and basically if you're a guitarist and you can play exposed you can play all of our songs like basically mm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and uh, and, uh what's, what's what song is the most fun to play live do you think Exposed. Exposed. Exposed and bury me. Yeah, exposed and bury me. Yeah, exposed and bury me are two. <laughs> oh, we have, we have, a, we're actually going up recording next month. We're doing a, a two track EP. Oh, no way. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if yeah. I, I don't know if I should be me saying it. No, I didn't even ask <laughs> that. Like, there's a track on it called Fort uh, Wright. And like, when you play that live, oh it's my still. God. <laughs> that is just it became one of those songs that when we, when it, when it was brought to me, even we were all like, this is one of those songs. Like everyone's just, no matter who you are or what you listen to, this is one of them tracks that you're just going to go absolutely ape shit to. I can't <laughs> wait for like people to hear this, like 
Yeah, like we we actually played it in Metal to the Masses and it went down and absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like, was, was like, that the first time you got to play it or? No, we played uh, it. No? We played it twice, but like yeah. it was the first time like we really played it as a band in Dublin. Mm. You know, in Metal to the Masses, like we played we played it back in Cork like a few months ago as well. Yeah, back in November. Cool band, but like doing it in Metal to the Masses, where like everyone was just because it, it's it's in the set where it's halfway, so it kind of rejuvenates the energy. It does. Like everyone was just like the the atmosphere to it was like I was I knew it I was like this is going to be a good song. Yeah. <laughs> I got carried away and then that song I was just like yeah lads it's only the intro let's start the circle pit and everyone, <laughs> everyone was going for it and I was just like I'm a fucking god right now man but like yeah it's one of those songs as Noel said it does rejuvenate the set and it's just a very fun song overall so no matter where you are in it whether you're hearing it from the beginning or from even halfway through, you know, you can kind of get into it. It's catchy. It's it's just one of those songs that you can really just get down to every time. It's simple, but yeah. it just goes down. Simple but effective. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Sometimes exactly. that's always the best. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. less yeah. is more in a way. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of regards. So that's one of those songs that's really fucking cool to play. And guys, can you tell me who did the artwork for Convictions? Because I love that drawing style. Um, so the, the so we the actually album. got in touch a guy that I had found on Facebook. His name is Wasi Kendendez. He's living out somewhere in America, and we just gave him all the ideas we had. Myself, Nolan, Rory. He's amazing. He's yeah. really good, man. He's he's a great at what he does. Give him. I'm going to give him a shout out right now for that. But like. We just gave him a list of ideas we were all trying to kind of come together with and how we wanted it to look. And we just gave it to him and he ran with it and came back to us a few days yeah, later. No, and was like, how about this? And it was so weird because I can't draw to save my life. <laughs> but I sent him like a drawing of kind of like what we were all feeling. Yeah. And like when I tell you he brought it back. It was like you gave it to like someone like Todd McFarland, you know. I don't know if I'm, and he, I'm a huge, a huge Spawn fan. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know exactly what I'm about to Dr- say. Drew so. Church was wearing an image uh, T-shirt. Actually, the lead singer was wearing an image yeah, comics yeah, T-shirt yeah. last night. Yeah, Man, <laughs> he was so good. They're, they're getting huge as well. Like you know, and I'm rightfully so. You know, he's great. But like ever since. I said that to him and showed him like like literally this like if you've seen this picture you would laugh. You'd be like, no one's gonna understand this, but it's like he like opened my brain and seeing it was like, okay, I'll do that, but good. It's <laughs> a you know, very good thing, artist. The thing I really like most about the artwork was I'm a huge motionless and white fan. Okay. And he gave me like when I seen it, he gave me instantly those creatures album vibes off it. Just mm. color scheme wise and just the kind of like gothic artwork and it was just unbelievable and I think we all loved it at that point because yeah, me and all enjoy creatures when you mentioned Motionless and White it took me back to that it also took there was the uh, that artist that did the um, artwork for Belly and the Shark by Gallows I was just like that yeah, love that drawing yeah. style I was like I just love it so I was like that's fucking cool that they got somebody able to do that because you don't see it that often anymore because it's a very I would imagine it's a very skilled way of drawing I draw a little oh, bit yeah, myself but I wouldn't be I would is, not be yeah. able to do that like it's just so insane the fact that we were able to get that's why we picked that guy because he, he drew like um almost like an um an inker for comics you mm. know he really had like that comic kind of vibe and you know we love comics so, <laughs> you know, oh do you yeah. okay I'll have a few questions about that then later oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. bring no, 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 no is your man with all this stuff so like when, when I seen that I was like 
just blew me away. Like, yeah, it really it's, did. It's crazy, man. And uh, you guys being from Cork, it seems to be, because uh, I, I haven't been to Cork now in a while, but it seems to be one of the most emerging music spots in Ireland at the moment. <laughs> I was just wondering what it's like for a metal band in Cork in terms of getting gigs and that kind of carry on. Oh man, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's very good. It's like like asking people to do gigs with you is basically like asking your neighbour for a couple of tea bags. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, it really is, it's, man. It's, like, it's so easy, like. Like there's not really like Cork really does. The reason why I think Cork is rising so quick and so good lately in the last couple of years is because like there's no elitism. You know, it's all just, yeah. oh, I know you are here. And a big reason is we all play in the same rehearsal room. Like Blackpool oh. Studios, it's a huge rehearsal room in Cork. And you see like at least 50% of the metal bands <laughs> up here, you know, that you just talk to on a daily basis, whether they're outside having a cigarette, you know, and they're like, hey, you too, yeah, I heard you inside, you're sick, you know. Everyone, yes, <laughs> like everyone knows each other here. So it's it's basically a happy family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like even in the rehearsal studio, like most of the bands that would play gigs regularly in Cork, like a lot of them are either across the hall from us or at the end of the hall and we're all always here so like you'll always run into someone as Noel said and like you just you just end up getting talking with them and then eventually before you know it there's a gig coming up and your name is on it and they're like oh these lads are playing and you're like oh it's the boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there's no there's no kind of like oh it's, it's that band yeah. it's actually yeah. like oh that's that's the boys and everyone just like loves it, man. It's, it's like great. being your mate on a bus. Do you know what I mean? You're like, ah, oh, story, you know? It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially as well, like we have promoters like Dead Cult. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great promotion company. The fantastic. lads are doing unreal work. Oh, for unbelievable. Some of the gigs they've been putting on recently have been absolutely fantastic. Like, um, even like yeah, that, yeah. Like, like Evan and so, like he's just, he's literally like just down the hall from us. Like, <laughs> you know, when he practices here, you know? Yeah, it is. It's it's actually amazing though. Like everyone here is always sound to each other. There's no there's no actual competition. It's just like let's all just move up this shit together, mm. and everyone just kind of keeps doing it. And no matter what genre you play, if it's metal, kind of like post hardcore stuff, you're always going to end up on a gig together, and everyone just kind of rallies around. Like you'd always kind of see gigs where bands are playing together, and even if they're different genres, you wouldn't see them stick around sometimes in most a lot of cases but like mm. down here everyone like every band is there from when the first band is on until the last band is on and everyone just bands together and then you're down the smoking area and the venue just like or at the bar and everyone's just chatting together <laughs> right <laughs> It's, that's, it's, that's, it's actually wicked. I always find that quite important. I, I hate seeing it is when you see a band supporting a band at a gig and they leave right after their set. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? It says support for a reason. You know? <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I, think, I don't think there's enough of that in more scenes. Because yeah. if, if in Dublin is quite thing, good, to be fair. But I, Dublin I, the, is really good. Like the last uh, few times we've been up, it's been unreal. Like we've just had bands just stick around and chat away and then Mm. They're playing after us or whatever, and we're all just here being like, "Yeah, let's just watch all these bands play." <laughs> yeah, the way it should be. Is there any exactly, actually, is there any, yeah. is there any cork bands to look out for from Metal to the Masses now? Up oh in the yeah, next few yeah. Outsound. I think I've seen I've seen Outsound before. Outsound are very very good. I've seen them yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're up great. In, I think they're up this month actually. Uh, yeah, the twenty. February the 21st I, is it, it or the week after 20, Belfast yeah it's the, the week 24th, of 24th 18th so yeah, oh, so they're, they're on the same night as Ura then 
That'll be yeah, a yeah, good yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be a good night. Holy shit. Shout out to the boys. We'll, we'll, we'll actually be there. We'll be oh, there. Yeah. I'll see yeah, you then, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're going to be there. And then the, the lads were playing with us in a heat last year. And like, we're all just good. We're all good friends with them now. And we see them nearly at least once, twice a week. And can't wait to see them go again. They deserve to get through, definitely. They're a big band to look out for. Oh yeah, um, no, for sure. I think I saw them. I saw them last year play somewhere. It might actually be Metal to the Masses, but they were they were they were very very good. Um, did they play Metal to the Masses last year? Yeah, I, did, I have seen them, but they they are very very good. So be looking forward Don't to that again. It. Um, it's hard to it's hard to name Cork bands to look out for without excluding anyone. So yeah, true. Very very like, good points. Look, yeah, look out for all of them because like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cork, Cork bands are doing massive stuff at the moment. Any well, any Cork uh, band I've seen play in the last two years, they've just been sick. Like, and I'm not just saying that they've been really good. Like, yeah, I really think there's like a a step up in bands in the last five years in Ireland. I don't know what it is, but it's just kind of crazy, like, you know? Mm. Well, what do you think? Well, like, I always maintain that Ireland, Cork had one of the best black metal bands ever, which was um, Altar of Plagues back in the early noughties were one of the, I don't know if oh you guys ever listened God. to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, one, the, I have not heard a band that's been able to be that, that like, they, they, I genuinely find them scary at some points. The level is just, <laughs> just pure, raw aggression. Like, like that song, I was only saying on a podcast recently, but that song, Burnt Year, that's on With Teeth and Glory, the album, is just one of the most terrifying songs I've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to give that a listen. I'm not familiar with that. No, it's I'll very good. That. It's just, it's a, it's, Basically, a guy whose child dies, and he's at, he's doing the funeral. And I think there's like go, ghosts running around the grave and stuff. It's it's spooky as fuck, but it's oh, class. Man, sure. <laughs> um, but I guess this is the part where I kind of just ask you random questions. I'd ask you at a bar is the way is the, what the way I put it. So uh, the one that I always start off with first is uh, what was the first and last album you bought? Uh, if you didn't buy an album, it's just one that you really liked recently. Oh, okay. So the uh, do you want the first or the last first? <laughs> It's up to yourself. <laughs> I'll oh, let you um, choose. So whichever is the, easiest for you. <laughs> the first, if we're talking actually buying, the first one I ever bought was Master of Puppets by Metallica. Nice. <laughs> and the last was uh, Cloud Factory by Ginger. Oh, great! A great album. Yeah. Yes, very, very good. Yes, yes, cancel- yes. I can't wait to see Ginger. Ginger is supporting Sepultura in November. Oh, um, man. Them, Je- them Jesus Peace and Obituary. It's going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> It's going to be insane, man. I booked the day off work in advance. My boss was like, you know, this isn't for like another year. I was like, it doesn't matter. I just, uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just I'm, letting, I'm just letting you know, do not fuck that day up for me. <laughs> I'm locking in the answer now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first and last album you bought? Oh, first album I bought was uh, Hybrid Theory. Nice. And the last, one, the last one I bought was Nightmare by Event Sevenfold. Oh, very good album Theory. as well. Yeah, they were two of my favorite albums for a good while, and I don't think I think Hybrid Theory is aged timeless for me. It's uh, always a favorite album. Hybrid, hybrid, theory, hybrid Theory is an unreal album, and it's great. Like you know, when I was uh, growing up, um, a lot of bands, a lot of people that I was friends with would kind of slag you for listening to Lincoln Park for some bizarre reason, even though they were like unbelievably popular. And now, now I can hear people. Just by the way, people who weren't metalheads, they were just like, "Oh, Lincoln Park." Ugh. But nowadays, it's like, no, Lincoln Park were were and are an absolutely fantastic band. Yeah. And nice, oh, it's man, nice to see them getting yeah. referenced over and over and over. From doing this, I can. There's many bands keep going like, like yeah, Lincoln Park because they're un, they yeah, were absolutely. unreal. Like, Lincoln Park, yeah, is like 
you can't the deny them first two albums like, yeah no. like Linkin Park for me as a whole were like the driving point of me wanting to be in a band oh this and, is great and like my earliest memory was I remember seeing paper cut video on a TV at a yeah, kids birthday party when I was like five <laughs> and I was just like that's that's literally what I want to do paper cut's a great music a fan, video I've been a fanboy ever since I have a tattoo of Chester <laughs> on my leg do you? oh that's great yeah yeah <laughs> I have a test tattoo of Chester on my leg, and I even copied one of his tattoos at one point. It's so, not the it's not the just... flame wrist one, is it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly that. But like, oh, oh, tattoo. Uh, yeah, it, the guy that did it kind of fucked it up for me. So it's just like, look, I'm going to cover this one, and I'm just going to get a, a better one, and I, that's what I did. And I mean, like, you were on the oh, ball, man. Like, that band was just like my driving point for music, and they always have, probably always will be. So that was my. Just like my childhood and growing up. I was your first and last, so in other words. Yeah, my first and last. <laughs> so you keep going now. Yeah, I'll, I'll was, keep rambling on. So, so it's Chris here. My, my first album was Trivium, Ascendancy. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a p- fucking pretty good album. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a sick album. Man. But that's yeah. what I bought myself, I suppose. My dad's a metalhead, so I was always... Oh, right, okay, that, yeah. But out of my own money, I suppose. That oh, would have been up. it. And my last one is Talking Heads. You're supposed to stop making sense. Oh, nice! Live one. Is this the co- the you know the cover album is coming out soon? Like Paramore and stuff have all done covers of all the songs on it. Oh, I no <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know how I'll you feel that. about it, but uh, it is coming out soon. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, but might be worth a listen. Yeah. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> How about yourself? What's your first and last? Uh, um, my first, technically, that I that I bought with my own money was Hybrid Theory, but the first that I was that I asked for yeah, was given was no. um, was uh, Acon's Convicted was the first album that I ever had, oh, which is what a banger album. Oh, That's not a, why everybody. It's not a great that album. Is such a banger album. <laughs> Acon, Acon, I got locked. Oh, locked. sorry. Okay. I, I I think, let no I, one tell you different. Like, that's a banger album. <laughs> I think the last <laughs> album I bought was the um, the Gulch album, the most recent, well, the only one that they have, or it was um, Sermon of Flame. Do you know them? They're a band from, they're, they're an Irish, I think they're a duo, kind of deathy, grindy band. They're very, very good. Um, oh, but they would be the last two. Sermon yeah, of Flame are really good. Um, they have a song called Cauldrons of Boiling Piss, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's I can't see. I have to like I'm back home living with my parents at the moment, and my dad is like super religious. Like he runs a Catholic radio station, so I, I have to pick the times to put the put the albums oh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got to be smart about it. Yeah, yeah. Farah, <laughs> could I get you to settle the debate? Sure, go on. Okay. Right. Oh no, I know <laughs> what, uh, what is. I've never right. been asked to do this before, so okay. Right. Don't worry, it's, just, it's not a competition. Who do you think is better, right, Little Wayne or Exhibit? Lil Wayne. Oh, I'm gonna have to give it to Lil Wayne. Oh, Thank you. you. Oh. Yes, Dan is king, lads. Acknowledge me. Right. How long is that, that argument been going on? <laughs> Acknowledge me, Chris. I won't. Sorry, man. <laughs> Fifty cent beats portable. <laughs> 50 cent. Oh. 
I see. I I now I will admit though. I don't listen. I haven't listened to a lot of Exhibit. I kind of only know him from Pit My Ride. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all you want to be a player. That's all you need to know him for, really. Like, put a PlayStation in the back. That's fucking <laughs> such a stupid TV show. <laughs> God the best bless is I, I don't know if you ever watched um, Pit My Ride UK. But they got Tim Westwood to do it. Tim the, car, the cars were the cars ended up just, just, the cars ended up so always good. looking worse than they did when they went in. You can tell it just did, oh yeah, who who somebody else to go for the first to last? Oh oh yeah, so I suppose the I, yeah, the first one I bought with my own money would be it was toxicity. Just went for down. Nice. And this is Rory now speaking. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was funny enough, yeah, you were mentioning them earlier, but I think it was a reissue of Chaos AD for some oh, of the like the last couple of tours. Ah, oh, but I just thought they're going, but yeah, I know. <laughs> Simple tour, I, I have to say, one of the best bands going. But I, I have a thing where I always, it, I have to stop doing it. If I'm drunk and I'm talking to somebody from Brazil, it always comes up. It's like, do you, uh, do you listen to Sepultura? And at most times, they kind of just l- 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 go up and go, "Yes, I've heard of Sepultura. <laughs> They're very big in Brazil." <laughs> Stick a hair. No, I'm the same. Like whenever I used to work with like Brazilian dudes and stuff, I'm like, oh. Max Calabero, boy. Max Calabero. <laughs> and they're looking at me being like, yeah, yeah, I like techno, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like techno, but yeah. <laughs> what are they talking about? Everyone's giving me a sign, so I'm going to so, take mine. Uh, well, you want more for first and last? Yeah, yeah. The first, fella. The first one, I, I can't remember, but I guess it was like either Hebrew uh, Theory or Mithora or White 20 by Deftones. Oh, I fantastic. And the, and the last one, uh, man, was ages ago, like, uh, no, <laughs> I didn't the, the, the the army, but no, I think it was uh, the Whale of Flesh by Gojira. I oh, think. very, very good album. Gojira are so cool as well. I've yet oh, to yeah. see them live, actually. I've never. Has anybody here seen them live? No, I saw them three times. Oh, oh nice. I think it was my first, uh, my first gig ever. I was 12, and uh, my, my cousin brought me to, uh, to, the, to the gig, and they weren't, they weren't like big big you know like they were mm. big in france but I, I think like nobody knew them in europe but yeah they just released the link they, they released the link like a year ago and uh yeah <laughs> when i saw them i was like i want to do this <laughs> <laughs> this is my calling yeah. have you ever seen the video of them playing like uh they play some festival in the states but it's full of like influencers and like hipsters and all this kind of character it's like none of the none of the audience are metalheads whatsoever <laughs> oh, but for wow. some reason they get gojira to play it um, oh yeah! They, they, they interview everybody coming out, and everybody was like, "That was fucking amazing." I need to go to more about shows. <laughs> uh, that's that's really, it's, a, it's a class video. It's it's on YouTube. Um, but I guess it's definitely uh, here, going on after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're gonna find out right after this. Uh, most underrated artists. Oh, oh! I can start with this in general or in Ireland. In, or... in general, we'll do in general. Well, you we can do one because I always say we could do uh, in Ireland, but if we do do Ireland, we'll be here for the whole night. Like, yeah, so. <laughs> that's very. Well, very I think true. I think this, this is easy for me. Like the band is huge, but I don't think the guy gets enough credit. Uh, Slipknot or Jim Root, the guitarist. Yeah, him by far. Mm. Like every like, I love the whole band, but like when you talk about Slipknot, you either hear about like Corey or Mick or Joey, but like mm. Jim Root wrote. They are bang. Oh yeah, and like he's, would you say Slipknot would be? No, he means like artist, so it could be someone in uh, the band, you know. Is that yeah. what you mean? 
Yeah, it, be, it, can be, it can be anybody. It can be a band. It can be a person. Like, it, it can be, be anything. It could be a band no, that you right. member gets overlooked. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah, I think I think uh, Jim Root, the guitarist, the Slipknot. You just don't hear a lot of stuff about him last time. And I think the work that he's done, he really should be uh, commended more. Yeah, because it really is kind of at the moment. It's the Corey and Clown show at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I still oh, can't uh, believe yeah. they kicked out your man, um, the drummer. Oh, Jay Weinberg. Jay Weinberg, man, that's unbelievable insane. drummer. I don't know why they kicked yeah, him, kicked him out. Yeah, email or something, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 it was a voicemail. A voicemail. A voicemail. <laughs> yeah. No story shame. Being broken up with true fucking voicemail, huh? Oh no. <laughs> well, sure. Oh. The, the worst I've ever heard is Phil Collins divorced his wife by faxing her the papers. They, um, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a pretty. So good, that's a pretty dickhead thing to do. <laughs> But he genius. Feel it coming. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> in the air tonight. <laughs> in the air tonight. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. For myself, <laughs> for myself, a band I think that are unreal, and all of them individually as artists, and they're very underrated as Wage War. Wage War are fantastic. Yeah, I saw them they've, in the Academy amazing, recently. And they've got some amazing music and. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people sleep on him. That's on Stitch. Fucking Stitch is the <laughs> oh, yeah. Them natural harmonics. Those are so good, man. Like that's yeah. that was one of the first songs I ever found by him. But I think yeah. the one that really got to me with him was The River. That mm. was just a banger tune. And I think a lot of people sleep on that band. So I saw I was saw them in the Academy last year and I only got I only got tickets because a friend of mine I hadn't heard of them ever and a friend of mine was like you know the Devil Wears Prada are playing I was like well I've never seen the Devil Wears Prada I've been wanting to see them for years so I went and watched them and I was like alright Wage War are going to come on now and they just blew it like it was one of the best shows I've been to in years It was and like I, I, Academy just non-stop mosh pits the whole time as well like amazing stage presence and <laughs> yeah, everything yeah they've got some serious crowds going in there mm. I love the Academy because it's big enough for a good show but it's small enough to be intimate yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's, it's one of the best. It's one of the best venues I've been to in Dublin. Anyway, like the sound is always fucking top notch in it as oh, well. It like yeah. So, yeah. I want to see. Um, I want to see uh, Fear Factory in the Academy recently, and I was like, the sound has to be good for this, otherwise it's going to sound like shit. And it sounded just. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking unbelievable. I don't know if you'd get it anywhere else. The Grand Social is quite good for sound, actually, as well. Sometimes, most times. Um, yeah. The Olympia I found is can be hit and miss sometimes as well. It's because that has yeah. that fucking it has that break, you know, where it had the because you can be way down the back of your standing, so you could just get a muffled sound towards the back of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen Lamb of God there, all right, and the sound. So it did no, it's still a, a great show. Fine, yeah, like that. No, yeah. Didn't Trivium and Lamb of God play in Savoy in Oh, I don't know about Lamb of God, but Trivium, Trivium were definitely. Did. I thought it was Lamb of God, but yeah. I don't. I, I've never seen Trivium. Oh no, I have seen Trivium. I have seen Trivium. Very good band as well. Live. They're a band I'd love to see live. No, Very, I saw them on the In Waves tour, which was pretty oh, sick. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> it's quite fun. <laughs> who uh, Who else wants to go for most underrated artist? I suppose it's it's not so much underrated. I suppose like like uh, you've heard of a nail bomb. Yeah, I have heard of Nabal. Yeah. I haven't I haven't listened to them now, I don't think. I don't think I've heard of them, but I do know the band. It was yeah, it's, it was like kind of like like uh was it was one of Soulfly's like side projects. Mm. And I suppose in a way it was kind of like a proto Soulfly in a way, because it was before and they, yeah, you can kind of see what they were trying to go with it, but it just made it better. Mm. 
Need to give that a go. It's it's so is it? It's Max Cabrera is is the brother in it as well as Igor in it. Igor's in it as well. Yeah, Igor's in it as well. That dude fucking beats the shit out of drum kits. I have never seen. <laughs> I have never seen a more trash drum kit after a gig than his show. So <laughs> oh, with like, the Cavalier conspiracy, like he is. Uh, but it's, it's like it's literally like he's fighting the drum kit. Do you know? Do you know? What oh, I mean? Yes, all these weird polyrhythms of the tree counts just Everton by it's brilliant. Uh, who else wants to go with it? Does I think that's everybody's answered. Answer? Yeah. Everybody's answered. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, most anticipated album you're looking forward to this year? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the next two albums in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a good question because. Uh, yeah, that's a good. Question. I actually don't know any albums coming. Yeah, you know, I, Nails are releasing an album this year. If if you're a fan of them, yeah, I, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a band I'm looking forward to most to release a new album would be Whitechapel. Oh, when was the last Whitechapel album? I can't even remember now. Uh, I think I think it was two, three years ago, man. Yeah, could be a bit, could be a bit longer, but Whitechapel is the man. Always having a, a savage sound often. They're always got some really good music, and. I mean, I actually can't even remember the album name, but like when The Devil Defies a Witch and all that were came out and they were just savage songs mm. on that album. Everything was top tier on it. Bill Bozeman's a beast, all the lads in the band are beasts and they've just got those kind of tunes you just want to go out and murder someone to with this class <laughs> yeah Phil, Phil Bozeman makes some of the most ungodly sounds I've ever heard a musician make Man, in my a, few life. Decibel, a, few de- a few decibels lower and he'd, he'd create a black hole yeah yeah <laughs> he's yeah. one of those vocalists <laughs> one I'm looking forward to actually I heard some rumblings about a Parkway Drive album I'd yeah somebody mentioned that on the yeah. podcast recently yeah, as well yeah yeah what? I'd be looking forward to Heart that drive, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be working on a new album oh, sure. yeah. I'd be looking forward to that definitely that um, would be my answer anyway yeah Parkway album Parkway uh, one, 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 uh, I I discovered like recently uh, this band it's four guys from Sweden so no please correct me Throne oh yeah Throne yeah yeah, yeah Throne. Throne yeah I think they're Unreal, and uh, yeah, I saw them on their uh, social networks. They, they are gonna release, or maybe they just released this, this week, new song, a new song, and yeah, I can't wait to to listen to it. What type of music is that? I don't know them. I'm assuming it's oh, uh, is it I death battle? Is it it's Swedish? It's, it's <laughs> oh, like it, it, they play they play very low guitars. Do you know? I think they're yeah, like drop it, F. It's hard. It's oh, like fuck. hard okay. to describe their sound. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah you, you should. You should. You should have a look. Like it's. Yeah. It's uh, the, the, like, I have a inspired. list in my room of just every band that gets recommended on this podcast, and it's it's getting to the point that it's like you need to catch up with this. This is getting end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's one more name to the list. That's so. one more name to the list. Yeah. <laughs> and is that is that everybody? That's everybody, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you met because you mentioned comics, so I never get to talk about comics on the podcast. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what's uh, everybody's favorite graphic novel or favorite single, st- single st- held story? Ooh, 50 Shades of Grace. <laughs> 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 I remember my mom reading that uh, when that book came out, and I was like, Mom, stop reading it. And she's like, No, 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 it's 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 all right. And then as soon as it finished, it was shit. And she goes, she goes, yeah, that was a complete waste of time. <laughs> two, 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 weeks, two weeks later, she's reading the second one. I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> when that came up, it's over. <laughs> like, you want to watch porn, just go on the yeah, internet. It really took over. 
My one would definitely be, oh, no. Oh, I have to pick one of the two. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jock Ock taking over the mind of Peter Parker. Superior, last Superior Spider-Man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, that, that was insane. That was where he, decks, where he decks the lad for the first time and realizes yes, Spider-Man's yeah, been yeah, holding yeah. back the whole time, boxes his like, whole head off. <laughs> at the start, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to be evil, but then he just let his ego get to him and he's like, no, I'm going to be a better Spider-Man. That's what, that's what I'm going to do. One of my favorite ones was the X-Men versus Avengers, I think it was. Or remember the one Kaka oh, gave me? Yes, that thing? yes, yes, yes. I yeah. thought that one was fucking amazing. I don't think I've read that. When did that come out? Oh, years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good while. It was one of the first ones one of the lads gave gave me a lend of, and he was just like, you might like this one. And I read it, and it was just one of the greatest things that ever just went through. But of me, course, I, I have like, to say as well, as you know, the Spider-Man 300. I don't know that one either. I'm more of a DC yeah. fan, so I could ask you okay. Marvel or DC. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think I think the stuff Batman Star War. The, the Batman uh, the the new fifty two was pretty good. The Batman. With uh, Scott's the one Scott Snyder wrote it, I think. Yeah, the, yeah, that yeah, run like was that. very, very good. Court of Owls was a fucking great uh yes, little yes, uh, yes, Court yes. of Owls was the brilliant. The twist in it was weird though. That like yeah. like the twist in it was kind of weird. But yeah, yeah, I like that as well. All right. Yeah, like most of my comics, like, you know, I have my favourites, you know, Venom. Would be my like lethal protector. I love that. You know, I love them. I love the Spider Mans. I love the Batmans. I love the standalone Jokers. You know, like the the three Jokers. Did you ever read that? I haven't read three Jokers. That I have read. There's one standalone Joker book that I thought was fantastic, and it was like uh, it's through the eyes of a guy who basically is like a low level thug, and he just has to watch after watch over Joker as he gets released yeah, from Arkham. Yeah, Fuck it. And it's, it's the like first a realism Joker. It's yeah, real, yeah, yeah, it's super realistic. Like he's an alcoholic, he's popping pills, and he's just a homicidal maniac like usual. But it's like it's very dark. Sure. Um, but it's the first one that he ever did the scars on his cheek that the, which yeah. was where Christopher Nolan got the inspiration from. That was that that was from that. It, it was by that before that it was always just a smile. Yeah, I, I read that. I read that. That was really good. That was really good. Killing Joke was really good. Yeah, Killing yeah, Joke is very very good. Yeah, Don't know yeah. what they were doing with the animated film, but the the the. I, know. Uh... <laughs> I thought that was just unreal. But I think I think you know, and like because of how they released it, I, they had to kind of dull it down, and you know, I don't think they could have done what they did. You know, for the animated. I was more just thinking Batman having sex with Batgirl did not need to be in the film. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that does not need to. Be, that did not need to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sacrilege. We'll forget about that. <laughs> that latex. <laughs> the latex stuff. I was, I was watching. I remember watching. Going like, no, they're not actually going to. And then she just takes her top off. I was like, oh no, no. <laughs> He's noticed that she was a child. Like. <laughs> Another good, uh, another good comics they did actually. If you like DC, do you know when they did the Batman Arkhamverse comics? Yeah, the um, the yeah, I have a few. I actually a few of those around here somewhere. They were great. It was based. Oh, it was based off the video game. That was really good. I like mm. that one. Even the even the the films that were based off the video game were quite good. There was two Suicide yeah. Squad films that were based off the video game. But uh, did we get everybody for that? Because I think we have, I have one more question. It's literally just me and Noel. I mean. yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Me and Noel are kind of the ones that really kind of get into it more. Uh, I guess. Oh, actually, because I do think you have phenomenal uh, vocals on the on the albums, like just ferocious. Who, which, uh, which singer do you think has the most ferocious vocals in metal at the moment? Ooh. <laughs> 
he was hoping to say Chester, but then you no, said, no, no, don't, <laughs> make, don't even try and make me cry right yeah. <laughs> But stop now, this is bad for my ego. But, uh, yeah. I'd either say two of the best at the moment are definitely Tatiana from Ginger and yeah. Phil from Chapel. They're probably two of my favourites. Yeah. That would have been my answer as well. They're, they're just unbelievable. She is, she's just... That on. video that went viral of her doing the, it's like the beautiful cleans then straight to the absolutely horrendous uh, girl. I've, sh- I've shown it to so many people. but Yeah, yeah, Pisces, because we'll be watching it like about two o'clock in the morning at an after session or whatever and I'll put that video on. And I was like, oh, this is actually quite lovely. And then just <laughs> all hell breaks <Yeah>. loose. <laughs> well, you just don't expect it either from her. Yeah. And- I think that's that's what makes her unreal. I Especially get. when she plays her live shows because she comes out and she's like, I have to Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, the, it's the same with um, for me as well. I'm going to add one more. Alyssa from Arch Enemy. She's oh, top yeah. here as well. Like, you wouldn't expect it. And then she well, comes out with all these growls and you're like, what the fuck is I, this I, happening to me? I think the most right unassuming one that I've ever seen is the, uh, the woman from Rollo Tomasi seeing them live for the first time oh, like you're not because yeah. I, I had no idea she did the screams in the band when I went to see them and then I watched them and suddenly I was like wait what the fuck yeah, no, <laughs> she can go from such stuff. beautiful high like beautiful uh, singing to that kind of just insane wretchy stuff <laughs> it's like how do you do that <laughs> your poor throat <laughs> yeah you actually would not expect it from some of them which is absolutely unreal yeah and Winston's a good call as well Winston's from Parkway Winston's very good yeah like if I even started trying to list off a lot of vocalists, we'd be here all night. I genuinely yeah, feel though I'd yeah. leave out some of the most important ones. Like, there's as well uh, Alex from uh, Slaughter to Prevail. Like Alex, Alex Terrible, yeah, he's phenomenal. He's a bear. Lorna Shore, right? Lorna Shore, Will Ramos, yeah, yeah. Like, he's to you. Like there's actually so many vocalists out there that are just yeah unbelievable. Uh, CJ like, from Die Artist Murder is pretty damn good oh, as well. CJ, oh, yeah, yeah, CJ. Um, <laughs> like they're all just so good that it's hard to think of a select few because I st- I've mentioned it a few fear times of, on fear of leaving uh, them out. Yeah, <laughs> I've mentioned a few times on this podcast, but like the one that always cements it for me with Phil Bozeman is the one where he's doing um unanswered at the Mitch Looker. Uh, oh man, yeah. The, he, that you was you can see the guitarist the for, uh, for Suicide uh, um, Suicide Silence bless himself when he does it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was um, what was the lad that replaced Mitch? Eddie, Eddie from I, heard, um, uh, I can't remember what band he was in beforehand. Same right now. I can't yeah. think of the name from right now. But um, when I first I heard them release really their their track "Cease to Exist" with him, man, I thought that was just some of the best vocal tracks I ever heard oh yeah, shout they, to Randy Blyde as well Randy Blyde Randy Blyde oh yeah like God. he did when Danny Warsnop was there as well for one of their tracks yeah, I yeah. and man yeah. like they're all just unbelievable is vocalists. Danny Warsnop still performing he is he's back with Asking Alexandria well, I know that okay. I know the guitarist left though Ben Bruce yeah, left Cameron two weeks ago left. yeah Ben Bruce left two weeks ago oh Ben Bruce oh shit I thought it was Cameron never mind <laughs> no it was Ben <laughs> but, Bruce um, I remember, I remember oh, yeah. seeing Danny Warsnop uh, at Download Festival the year that he left uh, Asking Alexandra and he was with his other band who were kind of like a hard rock country yeah, band. Yeah, And they were so shit. They were so bad. But for some reason, because obviously he's Danny Warsnop, they put him on the second main stage, which is like 40,000 people. So we were all watching, anticipating, going, oh, this is going to be great. And the whole audience after about two songs was like, 
he left asking Alexandria to do this. <laughs> uh, man, like, I don't know, though. I feel that band always kind of had, they were either hit and miss with people. And yeah. it's a lot of songs by them I do like. But um, I think when they got to the to the Black album, when they had the new lad, Dennis, and he went back to his old band after making a lot of money or something like that, mm. I think no, that's what I heard. No, the real reasons could be different. I, well, I heard that he was kicked out just because he was drinking all the time. It just got f- fucking annoying. There was videos of him at, at Danny at gigs where he just couldn't perform because he was too loaded. There's like there was loads of those, so they were just like, "Yeah, you're gone." Yeah, so, yeah. Like the, as you, like even with that information, now I'd never heard that before. So like you know, the reasons aren't definitely clear for me. But mm. I thought he was a great vocalist. But when it came to it in the end, I yeah. felt they would have been like if they just had sorted out with Danny, they would have been still doing the same thing which would have been cruel yeah but, and I, got, I did like the sound they went for in the end I mean I, d- I don't think I listened to the Black album up. I heard it was pretty decent though like it wasn't it was a actually bad okay, album but yeah, like, it was when right, Danny yeah. came back there was one album I can't even remember the name of it could have been Into the Fire but um, that was actually a really good album there's no <laughs> there's no doubt about it there's some it killer tracks from that but uh, guys, we've been chatting for an hour now, and um, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, I thought the, it was less. What? No, I no. thought it was less. I thought it, no, no. I think it's an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is the part where you basically you get to do any of your PR stuff before we finish all this up. So any gigs that are coming up, the, obviously the EP that you mentioned, but I don't know if you want to keep that in. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep the EP. We'll, yeah. keep, we'll keep that under wraps for right now. Yeah, for now. the EP, we, we, we're still but, in the early processes <laughs> <but>. of that. <laughs> but March 16th, 16th of March, we come to Fred Zeppelin's yeah. in uh, Paddy's Day Bash on the deck hunt. Bunch <laughs> of bangers on that. Bunch of bangers on that. you got Words That Burn, Mola Bear, Outsound, Us and oh, Daz that's gonna be that's gonna be a hectic poor Fred Zeppelin's. That's gonna be a hectic day. Insert meme of tiny woman and five guys. And we of course we've got the greatest metal of the masses, March 30th, round two, semi-finals. Woo! We, we, do, we can't give a list of who uh, of the bands that are playing yet because we don't know but yeah. shout, but, out, uh, shout out Overdrive we'll be there to rock it again oh, yeah no, it's I'll be there as well give oh, support yeah. shout out Barra oh, yeah. <laughs> the man <laughs> that's what that's what we have released right now and we'll be going to the studio in February we'll say that much we're recording a, a new EP and we'll leave it at that yeah. so, fantastic yeah, stuff Three good things. <laughs> Three very good things. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but so, guys, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Thank so, really, really enjoyed right. that. No, it's absolute. Like I, like as I said, as soon as I saw you, then listened to the album, I was like, these guys are awesome. So, um, best of luck with Mel to the Masses. I will be sure, there uh, for support. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sure, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much. Hope you have a good night. Sure, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Subscribe, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So that is the end of our episode for today. I want to give a huge thank you again to Following the Signs for coming on. As you can probably tell, I had an absolute blast recording that and chatting with the lads. 
great bunch of lads and uh, yeah make sure to go and support them and medal to the masses because uh, they are absolutely fantastic live and also give their two albums a listen they're both up on Spotify so you can give them a whirl is uh, Far From Home is the first one and then Conflictions which is the one that we talked about in the episode is there as well but uh, yeah no the lads deserve all the la- love in the world they really are an absolutely fantastic band so uh, yeah catch them at Fred Zeppelin's catch them at Metal to the Masses and uh, there'll be a link in the description for this episode for all the events that are coming up and on my end if you want to hear more podcasts like the one you just heard please give me a follow it very much helps me out gets me on all those lists and all that kind of care and I very much greatly appreciate it but uh, yeah just uh, thank you very much for listening to the episode I hope you enjoyed it uh, we've got a few episodes coming out now because um, I, I have a back catalogue of episodes to get out so there'll be quite a few this week so uh, stay tuned and uh, yeah thank you for listening hope you have a lovely day thank you and goodbye